What's going on? It's the Film Drunk Frogcast coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco. This week we're being presented uh, by Jetlag because I just got off an 11 hour plane flight. That was actually only one leg of my journey, so it was probably more like 17 hours. Anyway, uh, the good part of that is we got a bunch of live motherfuckers that you usually don't hear live, like Mr. Matt Lieb. What's up, my bitch? Second time guest. Steve Bramucci, Uproxx Life Editor. Thank you guys for having me. Hell yeah. Gotta speak up, bitch. Thanks for having me, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And that's speaking down, because you went lower. And future NFL Hall of Famer, the human giant, Brendan. Also, what's up, my bitch? <laughs> yeah, it is a good intro. Yeah, it's pretty good. It That's, worked. It works. We yeah. should start every broadcast with, hey, what's up, my bitch? This is the film drunk. And then, you know, so on, so and forth. And then go, yeah, and whatnot. Um, Vince, tell them why you traveled an arduous 17-hour journey to get back here directly to fraud well because we had the name of the year bracket which is obviously yeah. everyone's well definitely brendan's favorite Hell episode yeah. of the year <laughs> and Hell mine yeah. as well and last week brendan couldn't make it because he was having a child mm-hmm. yeah another child and mm-hmm. uh so you got we, two kids now dude mm-hmm. that's Damn. amazing yeah so you literally have just been naming yes and now yeah. you're looking at this bracket mm-hmm. that's a good point and and I didn't look at the bracket so I could come into this fresh. So I actually missed out on naming my child something amazing. <laughs> Damn it. That I could have gained inspiration from from this. Wait, that are is you, a sacrifice. Are you an adventurous name? Because I just named for the first time. Uh-huh. And for me, I wanted to be like on the exact right hippie scale where people like you guys mm-hmm. would not find me totally insufferable. Totally. <laughs> but people like me would be like, hey, cool name. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. super yeah. cool. We like that. Yeah. Um, and so I was trying to find that balance. Are what? you anywhere on that scale or no? Uh, it's pretty normal, I'd say. Oh, uh, you like Todd. It's a power name. <laughs> yeah, Todd name. is my favorite name. <laughs> Todd <laughs> or Rod. <laughs> Just, I like Rod because it's like th- it makes you think of a duke, you know, because it's like <laughs> strong, like uh-huh. a metal like a hard penis. Uh-huh. You get it? Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, what's the? Uh, uh, I actually had. I like, would say like uncommon, like it would be pretty low in the baby rankings. But mm-hmm. if you heard it, you wouldn't go like what? Like okay. it's, it's yeah. a name you would know. Yeah. But so you're at least in the un- insufferable ball game. I'm mm, deep. Sure. For, for Vince, I want to know like, what your kid's I, name. I'm probably is. a little deep. What's your His kid's name? His name is Julian River. Oh, that kind of like. That. I mean, Julian's fine. And the, yeah, the river. Julian with the like, e. you, you, you get the hippie in the you middle. You get the with the river. I feel like it. it it fills a lot of buckets for me. Like I couldn't have done Julian with just with you know right. Frank in the middle. I feel like middle name is the place to get real creative. Yeah, my parents know. went with Lawrence. Cool. Lawrence, yeah, no, see, they got creative. Larry. I was actually with Vince um, at this transformative festival in the desert, and Burning Man. Oh yeah, we heard we, about that. The I was festival. transformed. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. I changed we were, into a car. It was crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was exactly that. We just <laughs> drove around. We were using uh, a lot of substances, and mm-hmm. that's, I, I mean, neither when here I nor came there. to the name, like, I was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> River. That's this when you get inspired. really nice. Like, these people would appreciate a name like River. 
It was fun. In Scotland, I actually had three separate people say, oh, Vince. Like, apparently, there's not a lot of Scottish people named Vince, which I guess makes sense. But uh, they're like, oh, that's a cool name. It's like, oh, I never get that. Yeah. I went to high school with four other Vinces in my graduating <laughs> class. So. I guess I don't know that many Vinces. I know two Asian men named Vince. Yeah, I know a lot of Asian Vinces, too. Yeah, it's Vince and Esther. Yeah. There are really a lot of Asians mm-hmm. named Vince and What's Esther. I, I feel like I know, like, eight Asian guys named Eugene. I know a few Eugene's too. That's true. Huh. Hmm. 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 Something to ponder. Uh, Patreon.com. <laughs> we may not figure it out in this broadcast, but. Patreon.com slash broadcast. We will hopefully do some uh, more royalty freestyles at the end of this one. Hopefully. Um, also, I think my most Scottish experience that I had, well, first of all, I was on an island that where the population is like 200 people or 190 people permanently. So, uh, and then at the end, of the trip when we were trying to get back to Glasgow, uh, we're driving down like a really like potholy road. It's the only road on the island. The high road or the low road? Am I right, guys? I'm not as funny as that. No, it's the only road. So okay, yeah. Um, and uh, we were just talking about the potholes, and right after we go over one, boom, like blowout on the road. Yeah. Which normally, whatever, you know, you got to change a tire. We had to like pull all the shit out and try and find the like really shitty jack that comes into a small right. car. But the extra added bit of pressure is we're trying to catch the one ferry of the day. Oh, shit. Uh, meanwhile, um, we're trying to catch the one ferry of the day and another car pulls up behind us and it's a one lane road that has creeks on either side. Oh, so there's fuck. fucking, like, <laughs> there's absolutely nowhere to pull and it's like four five people that are extremely hungover from like drinking scotch the entire weekend trying to fucking change a tire in the middle of the road to catch the ferry uh that is if we miss the ferry we'll miss the plane ride and there's only like one plane flight out yeah it's only one of everything that's so like i actually you don't get back in time for name of the year right and that'd be fucked up and we had to call the ferry to tell them the weight and apparently one one person actually had cell service which was amazing because i didn't have cell service the entire time i would get and the ferry waited for us i'd get more anxiety knowing there was someone behind us waiting that yeah. would fuck me up yeah no, i that can't was the, stand someone behind me that was the hardest part she said the, something bitchy too i can't remember what it was it was like kind of a you know middle-aged like flinty scottish, scottish lady. <laughs> they're all flinty i can't do that no that was exactly it probably get your fucking car off the road you come I'm from Scotland and I don't know. <laughs> Were you looked at like was there pressure on you because you're an American we're supposed to know about cars? No, no. I don't think so. No one so. was like, "Yo, Vince, no. you get to this." They didn't t- they didn't turn to me in that moment in that way. So, no. You hadn't established yourself as the alpha I, I guess of not. the car scene. Well, then the funny thing was they're like they're fucking around and I assume the jack was just bad and then uh, I realized like no like that was just a normal jack they, just they were kind of fucking it up the entire time yeah, no, but I, I didn't want to be the guy who was like alright move out of the way you guys <laughs> see that's the one time where you absolutely should be that guy right because you probably were the one guy who knew how to I still don't know how to well, jack well but see I mean I didn't I didn't like know in my I didn't know as like a thing that I'd done before but just intuitively I could like right, see how it American. worked uh, yeah, I guess you understand how it works. I'm not super mechanical in general. Yeah. Yeah. 
someone ha- like a stranger helped me change a tire one time because I was standing in the road holding the jack. Did he have to do? Did he have to jack it like with the the opposite end of his hand, like the stranger? <laughs> are you saying it? like yeah. the jack off move? Yeah, Is that yeah, weird? Yeah. No. When was... he jacked you, did he have to reverse <laughs> well, his hand? Right, he, sat on, feel like... he sat on his hand first. Yeah, yeah, there right, you go. There that's what is. I was looking for. Oh, that's good. It's good now. Now the joke's good. Sure, we mm-hmm. workshopped it. Maybe yeah. in the edit we can do it. I polished it. Yeah. No, he didn't. He just saw me waiting there. I literally was just holding it in my hands, looking <laughs> looking like afraid. And like Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> just, hey. <laughs> and I was like, hey, uh, I saw you idle idling down the road with, with those in your hands. I thought I'd help you out. <laughs> and I was like, idle, idle, idle. They were like, no, I understand. I've seen a, a Jew who looks confused before. <laughs> and then he, uh, he helped me. I, I, uh, I gave him a tip. Wait, just a stranger? <laughs> yeah, because he, he helped. just like, let me, I got to pay you something. Yeah, I felt like that was what you're supposed to do. But he did look so at So you me. like, you, you failed to break one stereotype, but then you broke it in another way. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm, if, if, I'm, very- <laughs> if I'm conforming in the way that I'm not mechanically that's probably, inclined, at least I should tip him. That's probably why I thought to do it. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm not letting him. I'm not letting him think we're all bad. <laughs> um. Yeah. What was the deal with Jeremy Corbyn and the, he went to some Seder that was like... Oh, the Judas Seder? Yeah, what was the deal? It's a left-wing... Uh, like people were mad uh, for some reason. Non-Zionist Jewish organization, like, you know, Palestinian Solidarity activists. So he was doing a cool thing and people got pissed? Well, the problem is, is like the British, uh, the institutional British Jewish community, uh, which is like super tied into being pro-Israel uh, and, and whatnot, um, they pretty much banished him from yeah. like they're they're like we uh, because there were some claims of anti-semitism i haven't looked too deep into it i know he was part of some facebook groups that had like a bunch of uh anti-semitic shit in it and as someone who was uh on multiple facebook groups that i just lurk in filled yeah with all kinds of shit i'm like i don't know if it's so bad sometimes you just need something to do on facebook yeah sometimes it's fun <laughs> reading people being like if you look closely to their lizard eyes you can see that there's extra set of lungs in their dilated pupils and it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fun you know <laughs> but uh you know obviously i'm not you know, uh, uh, an official in the in the UK government, so sure, probably sure. wouldn't be allowed. I mean, we don't want to false advertise. Yeah. So, anyways, they uh, so Judas that organization invited Corbin to their seder, and he joined, and everyone was like, "Well, how how could you let this guy do it?" And Judas is there. The guys who run that are fucking super funny, so mm-hmm. they handled it real well. Anyways, that's that's that. Cool. Oh, I saw some. I was watching um, classic movies on the plane ride because they had a mm-hmm. bunch of old ones, which is kind of rare. Uh, so I had some thoughts on old movies that I hadn't watched in a while. I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. uh, Die Hard, mm-hmm. um, Silence of the Lambs, yeah. and uh, Raging Bull. So I had some. So you, I had, went, you went full on classics. Yeah, I did, and it was kind, it was fun. I was like, oh, do I want to watch the movies that are, that are I should have seen two years ago, or do yeah. I just want to watch old movies that I enjoy? Yeah, I went yeah, with yeah. the second one, yeah. but. Um, 
I hadn't watched all. Like I don't think I'd watched any of them in the last ten years. Oh, I've, um, I I wow. watch I watch Silence of the Lambs yearly. I watched I Raiders watched, a couple months. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like I've seen all the Indiana Jones in the past half decade. Yeah, yeah, I've watched pieces of Silence of the Lambs a million times, but I honestly don't think I've ever sat and just watched it all the way through. Oh, it's great all the it's way. It's a through. really good movie. It's one of those movies that all the way through is as good as just watching pieces of it. Sure. My one thought on <laughs> one that of those one. Rare films. Rare, rare. This <laughs> is good as a whole piece. Yeah. as it is in tiny well, snippets. Well, it's not like... Like, like sh- at the gym, on the train. Right, right. I think Shawshank Redemption is probably the opposite. It's like, you watch that in snippets and it's the greatest movie ever. You watch it all together and you're like, God damn, this is long. Right. Yeah. Like, just get out of prison already, you know? Um, the, I thought the interesting thing about that was um, Anthony Hopkins, I think, is like the worst performance in that movie. Like, really? acting-wise. He's like so her, good. Her boss... I forget who plays Jodie Foster's, like, boss... Oh, um, the guy with the glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is that a Carradine? No, that's not a Carradine. Who? I'm looking it up now. Um, and then uh, the guy who plays fucking Buffalo Bill oh. is amazing. She's a great big fat person. Uh, was she a great big fat person? Um. <laughs> so, do the local police have uh, any leads? I can't. I don't remember. I can't find him. It doesn't matter who it was. Scott Glenn. Yeah. Scott Scotty Glenn. He's oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's great. Good. He did a great job. Oh, he was the dad in uh, The Leftovers. That's why I recognize Oh, his face. my God. That's right. Yeah. That is right. And he's not a Carradine. No. He, he does kind of look like feels, a Carradine. He feels like a Carradine. He's got those, like, uh, you know. Those Carradine lizard eyes. Yes. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's exactly yeah. what Extra I was lungs. Say. Extra lungs and the dilated pupils. Right there. <laughs> um, other things I was going to point out, uh, I feel like uh, McLean's wife in Die Hard might have the worst hair of any love interest, like in a major hmm. motion. Do you remember the hair? Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's the worst hair. I don't remember the hair. I feel like that's going to be, there's a good running for that, though. It's kind of like, like 90s a, movies. It's that's like a Sigourney be a Weaver. The only thing that, huh. uh, the only one that I can think of that's worse is. Like she had a is, mullet? Is the girl, is Catherine Waterston in uh, Alien Covenant, mm. who they tried to pull a Ripley with her and she just looks fucking idiotic i watched that movie and i don't even her uh, hair is like if you just see a picture of it you get mad that's how i watched that movie in december no in january on the way back from boston yeah and uh i don't i don't even remember it's like kid from jurassic world level bad oh that kid was the worst it's so bad and he has a hair helmet oh i don't remember his hair i just remember the kid oh yeah Yeah, well i mean they uh sorry they go it's hand in glove right there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um other thoughts I didn't realize that uh, Harrison Ford actually mercs way more dudes in Raiders than uh, Bruce Willis does in Die Hard. Like Harrison Ford really? kills. It's just like from the very beginning because there's like mm. the best scene in Raiders, which is like the drinking contest in right, the right, right, Nepali right. Yeah. pub. Like that goes from drinking contest to uh, Harrison Ford shooting like four different Nazis in the brain. That's oh, right. Yeah, she yeah. had that horrible bowl cut. That's right. I forgot about that. It's Let me bad, see. Right? I want to see the bowl. Show them. Show them the Captain Watterson. Show me. Like, really, any picture is just... Oh. See, I never saw that movie. It's like yeah. a seventh grade cut. Yeah. And they were clearly trying to do a Ripley, but it didn't, didn't pull it off. Anyway, yeah. Fucking uh, Raiders is 
actually really violent like just casual a lot of casual murder in that yeah. movie mm-hmm. i forgot about that it's you know i haven't that's one i've not seen since i was it's little. really good yeah yeah, yeah. i watched good. it a few months ago it's really good i will say of the four i think it was by far the weakest of the four movies that i watched really yeah. oh i think yeah. you meant oh, of, because uh, it's because of indiana blue, jones I you were putting it uh behind crystal skull <laughs> yeah, oh no 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 of all no. the indiana jones franchise <laughs> no it's the best indiana jones but yeah. the, like but compared to like silence of the lambs and uh, Die Hard, mm-hmm. I mean, and obviously Raging Bull. They all like really hold up. Yeah, Raiders is fun. Raging Bull is a movie that I have seen a few times, but every time in the last few years that it's been on and I've tried to watch it, I can't watch it. It's too painful because Robert he's such Niro, an asshole. Robert De Niro is such a fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of my older brother a lot when we were kids because mm-hmm. my my brother used to like. It really just fuck with me in ways where where I was like if he's gonna do something he's gonna make me hit him and then he's gonna hit me really hard like he used to like to punk me like that yeah. and so after a while I, was like, I can't I can't watch this see I remembered the painful watching but I didn't remember that the movie is basically a comedy like from start to finish like mm-hmm. there's a couple dramatic moments but it's like it's like ninety five percent like a straight up comedy. There's a lot of dramatic moments. I yeah. think there's there's a bunch of dramatic moments. There's a lot of him just beating the shit out of his wife and beating the shit out of his brother and and uh, yeah. And then also, but, isn't she like fifteen or something? She's yeah in the movie. I don't think the actress was actually 15, no yeah, but maybe, yeah, yeah she's supposed to be fifteen. Yeah, I guess that's. that's I feel okay. like that was a big plot point in a lot of nineties movies. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know the the story conference from Raiders. Do you know about that story? Uh-uh. So it was kind of cool, actually. Like um, Spielberg and Lucas and Lawrence Kasdan sat in like a Hollywood Hills mansion, mm-hmm. and they taped themselves. They synced the whole house up with taping, mm-hmm. and they taped themselves for like four days. And they, it was cool because it was a cool brainstorm. They never it was the said first n- podcast. What? It was the first <laughs> podcast. And they, they never said no. They never... It was literally like an improv activity, right? Like, yeah. yes and everything. Um, but... In the middle what, of it, they fucked teens. No. <laughs> fuck, Lucas presses so hard for her to be like 13 and him to be like 40. Who, like Marion Raven was? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so there's like all these moments... <laughs> the 13-year-old archaeologist. Where he's like, no, 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 she would be 13 and, and he would be, you know, 25 and it would be uncomfortable. And, and they're just kind of like trying to move past it you hear Spielberg go like yeah I mean that might be problematic like we'll talk about it they're yes anding yeah, they're yeah. like yes anding him this came out when when the transcript was released which like you know was a couple years ago like the transcript was released and everyone printed it and has it on their desk and I have mm-hmm. it on my desk and uh, but he keeps pressing he's like no but, Man, but like a big difference like a yeah. really big and everyone's like no we got it and then it ended up just being well, that simple line where she says I was a child Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, does it? Um, younger. Have you? Have we thought? I just think younger. What if we made her younger? <laughs> it's funny that you think, as the guy who created like the Star Wars universe, that he would be the most sort of protective about his like creative universe but mm-hmm. like in reality he's the most toy selling this motherfucker in the world oh like, yeah like i'm yeah. sure that the drive for the younger person is like we want to sell more toys to kids and it makes more sense if there's like more kid like he's always just trying to add more kids i don't think mm-hmm. it was in that sense i mean like the all the prequels are like, like what if they were little kids yeah. <laughs> he was like ah oh, well just listen we'll have this pedophile backstory <laughs> yeah. yeah there's gonna be a great toy of it like she'll we'll we'll have a her younger version toy it'll be cool <laughs> i really she'll think that's kids. how george Lucas. Kids, thought, kids like, are going to send in UPC codes for it. That's how I got all my Star Wars. Did you guys get like the Emperor and shit from Star Wars by sending in UPC codes? Did you guys ever do that? No. Not I, for the 
those, but I there yeah. were special edition toys. No, that you, you could had to send in. I, you, with with like cereal boxes and shit. No, like other Star Wars toys. Yeah, that's to how you cut, got. The, that's you how you cut got the, the, the the barcode right. off the back of the box that's, and send it in. Yeah. Uh, with cereal boxes, you could do that too, yes. and you would get like free Street Shark shit. Mm-hmm. That was that was <laughs> a different. Day. Wasn't Street Sharks like the trying to piggyback on Ninja yeah, Turtles? Yeah, Ninja Turtles, yeah. but they sharks. Yeah, uh-huh. but, well, they also had biker mice from Mars. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 right. yeah. It's Ninja Turtles, but they mice. <laughs> and from space. <laughs> from space. Hey, I got another one. Ninja Turtles, but they gargoyles. <laughs> we call it gargoyles. Uh, other things that I noticed. Um, Ninja Turtles, the topic, but they pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> on the topic of creep sex in 80s movies, uh, both Die Hard and uh, Raiders were like this, where they like really bend over backwards to show everyone wanting to fuck the protagonist. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really you, going for it. Like to make you fall in love with them, mm-hmm. they have to make like other people on screen fall in love with them to the point where it's just like every woman is so. I mean, Harrison Ford is a handsome man, but yeah. Jesus Christ, it was like every teen in that movie wanting to fuck him. Was it all teens trying to fuck him? Well, it was movie? the college students. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And they were literally like all like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. You know, They're all sign. googly-eyed. And then he came back after. This Mary makes and- a lot of sense that that's true. George Lucas is like, well, what if they were um, children? <laughs> <laughs> what if he was like a seventh grade teacher? Yeah, like, yeah. Just spitballing the stuff, more, really, guys. The more I think about it, the more I realize that there's actually just children trapped in his jowls, and that's what his, <laughs> all his extra neck meat is. It's just like. <laughs> but can you imagine Spielberg like going in and like the guys have had this cool talk about like, yeah, we're not going to say no to each other three days, and, <laughs> yeah, and like on yeah. day one, Lucas is like, okay. Okay, so 13, right? And I just want to nail this point down. And everyone's like, well, like yeah. you're just trying to find that perfect way to, you cannot, to upsell you, it. You cannot have George Lucas in a no wrong answer discussion because it's going to be like a lot of holding your tongue. Okay, they're robots, but they're children robots. <laughs> yeah, well, what was that story that came out where like all the writers had to convince him not to name one of the big bad guys? I think it ended up being like Darth Sidious <laughs> to not name him Darth Icky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just like that they stood up to him at one point. They were like, yeah. no, this they, is where we draw they, the line. They had like mutiny to yeah. be like, no, 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 no. Okay, I'll lose Dark Icky. But Anakin's going to be a child. <laughs> just a little tiny. He's going to yell whoopee. Yeah. We have uh, children voicing the pleasure bots. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, uh, the souls of children have been trapped in the robot. Um, I'm I'm keeping the Armenian alien <laughs> because uh, I do find them to be sneaky. <laughs> uh, and also, Jar Jar will be Jamaican because I do find them annoying. <laughs> different races resemble different aliens in different ways. I believe... Um, Asians <laughs> start trade wars. They start trade wars, as we know, the Chinese. And uh, most importantly, uh, black people is Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> because he, I feel safe around him and he doesn't scare me. Also, we need more children. <laughs> flap, 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 gullet, 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 gullet. Okay, last point about old movies. Uh, I really like the '80s action trope of there just has to be uh, uh, an extra with her tits out in one of mm-hmm. the scene. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big thing mm-hmm. in Commando. You know, there's always point some break. sort of yeah point mm-hmm. break. Tits. The gunfight always breaks up a sex moment at some point. Mm-hmm. And boy, that Nakatomi 
Towers fucking Christmas party. That seemed like an awesome Christmas party. Were there tits in that? Yeah. Dude, there was like Harry Ellis doing coke on oh, someone else's right. yeah. desk. Yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah, people yeah. like running into an office to fuck and then, you know, almost getting shot by the terrorists. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the, I I remember just, I, I always felt threatened by tits when I was a kid and seeing them in movies. <laughs> there was something about them that I was like, they were, because they were making me horny right, yeah, against right. my will. Yeah, you really get mad when, when someone makes you too horny. That's well, still horny. A thing well, when that, you don't know what it is and when, you don't know what it's doing. No, but I mean now even. No, I, yeah, I still am very annoyed by being horny. But, <laughs> but back then it was more of a powerlessness, you know, because sure. I was just like, I don't know these feelings and my, my parents are here too and I don't want to have to... I don't have to explain why I have a boner. You know, it was just something yeah. about it that weirded me out. Yeah. Same thing that. with Caddyshack had tits in it. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, that was a great nude scene. But I didn't One of like, the all time. I hated it because I'm trying to laugh. I'm not trying to come. Mm-hmm. They're different. I was really into skateboarding. And so I went to see Gleaming the Cube. Like, it was the first movie I ever saw twice in theaters. My dad took me, and I remember sitting in the theater, and they had the preview for The Thing 2. Mm-hmm. And in the preview, I mean, this would they be... They made a, a thing, too? Yeah, and this would be a huge no, story dude. if it was today in the trailer for it. Had it had two big things in it. There was a girl <laughs> chained up to a bed, and the thing was, like, fucking her, and it was crazy. And wow. I just remember, like, being in the trailer for Gleaming the Cube and just not knowing what was up. Yeah. Like, not... I, mean, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. I was only in third grade, and I remember looking at my dad like, and just not knowing what I was fucking seeing. And... and seeing the thing rape a person. Yeah, yeah. I was seeing thing rape, and I just wasn't used to it with my dad. It wasn't where I was at mentally at that time. Yeah. And it really spoiled Gleaming the Cube for me. I need to go back and do a rewatch of oh, that one. Man. Just to, I always... I mean, I have fond memories of all the movies that gave me just a glimpse of boob that age yeah i mean i'm but, more talking about the thing rape but yeah sure, no, sure, boob sure. Is, i mean i yeah. see where you're going yeah. i was always appreciator of boob i don't want to i didn't like just it. not in a situation where force was involved yeah which well, was a lot of 80s nudity yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's a lot of like w- uh big titted women getting shot in action movies yeah mm-hmm. didn't that happen in total recall the three boobs yeah 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 well, you, can, shot. you can make a fine living as a a, a titty out a titty extra <laughs> yeah titty extra just getting shot okay you're gonna get shot it's again like, can you handle a squib right on your nipple because <laughs> we will fucking pay you money <laughs> squib yeah, i'm sorry because yeah uh, you know it's just for once yeah it's relevant um i did want to talk about uh, I really am enjoying just how many the fucking the the casualty list of people who are coming out against David Hogg, like the people getting oh fired over David God, Hogg. I shit. love it, and I'm yeah, I live it. I live for that. This kid is like, oh, I, I I tell you, when I first saw him, I was like, all right, he's just some kid. I, I'm, I'm good for him for like sticking out, and the the amount of people that feel like it's okay to go after him. I, it's so funny to watch them all go down. Yeah, and because like, it's just like, like you needed to. Do they're all so really? impotent, you know. They're yeah. all just like, oh, you, you idiot! I want to fuck you in the butt. Yeah. No, wait, I didn't mean that. Yeah. Uh, I, I need to sincerely apologize to my family and to my friends for saying this about David Hogg. Uh, he's actually a brave, brave little boy with a beautiful little mouth and uh, <laughs> nice, pointy little ears and a little button nose. <laughs> Could do really well in a George Lucas movie. Oh yeah, he's. A very young child. Um, he He's a Padawan. Be, he could be younger. <laughs> he could be younger. So last week it was uh, Frank Stallone, who I found out was like a crazy alt right guy now. 
Uh, really? Yeah, he's into all. Of, he's into all of the well, things. The, like D-list celebrity and, and alt-right is like a perfect cross. That's that is a good true. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I'm not sure if it's because they believe the shit or they just feel like there's they're they're trying to vie for relevance. I also think that like if you're a D-list celebrity with like a decent name, like you've probably got some combination of like royalties and like mm. other weird side yeah, hustles yeah, 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 that yeah. enables you to live. You're you paying know, rent somehow. Uh, it, it enables you to live like an upper middle class lifestyle. Yeah. And then therefore you're like, how come everybody else doesn't just have a famous older brother and like <laughs> yeah. pull themselves up by their bootstraps? Right. I, mean, I worked where I'm all you guys are mooches and losers. Yeah. <laughs> but I also feel like if you want to be relevant in the cultural conversation and not relevant, but like fucking known. Yeah. Is there any fast track to fame in America right now? more than being like a conservative commentator no it's like, yeah, i mean it's like the, faster i mean you could honestly write the fucking takes by algorithm yeah, yeah. it's a fucking yeah. cheat code yeah it's yeah. so easy and you could get I mean, famous Tommy overnight Lennon. like one of us could say something right now and walk out of this building tonight famous and yeah probably having more money than we all have yeah yeah well it's funny because it's not like i mean it, it's it's a new thing in in how many there are but like Sean Hannity's original claim to fame was he was a fucking he hosted a TV, uh, radio show at the at the student radio at UC Santa Barbara uh-huh. and he brought on this guy who was like a crazy like AIDS conspiracy theorist oh, who was right. like talking about like gay yeah. people liking to eat poop and all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got fired mm-hmm. and then he went whined to the ACLU and and like had to get his and got his job back. So he basically became a conservative hero through getting fired from student radio. That's <laughs> honestly the, the, those stories are so prevalent with like the the kind of origin story of right wing media people. I like uh, fucking Stephen Miller uh, got known in conservative circles in high school because he fucking forced his whole school to do the fucking Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> yeah. He was and, and everyone was like, oh, it's amazing. This guy's a fucking patriot. He's a good guy. He, he also he said in the speech so that, much he, pussy that they shouldn't have to clean up after themselves because that's what they pay the janitors yeah, to do. Yeah, right, right. God. That's what janitors are for. And people are like, god damn it. Fuck. No. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> No, that's not what happened because it cuts off as soon as he's done talking and before he even gets the sentence out, you are to hear people booing. Oh, no, no, no. The, the school fucking hated uh, him. Yeah. That was the thing. He just trolled the school. Right. These yeah. guys are all just fucking trolls yep. who conservative, other conservative media people latched onto and were like, these guys are my fucking hero. <laughs> Those are the people who are like propping them up and giving them a platform. That's what happens. Fucking, sad, yeah. sad dry dick club. Sad dry dick it's club. It's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. I saw a meme yesterday and it had been shared like crazy. It was all over the place and it said like... <laughs> It also, I don't know why these guys want a fucking Facebook share so bad. Like, yeah. how thirsty can you be for, like, a Facebook share? I get thirsty. It said, uh, <laughs> it said, uh, Islam, uh, uh, Muslims are offended by the American flag just by its existence. Right, right, right. Sure. If you think that's ridiculous, known. share this <laughs> now. And we were sharing it, and I, I... Am in the most liberal fucking echo chamber that I know about. Right, like, there's right. no more toxic liberalness than the world that surrounds me. Like, right. we're just so I'm so deep in it, and I've never heard that. Like, and yeah. and my fucking uh, partner is from a Muslim country and from the Middle East, and yeah. it has been assailed and and all this stuff about being, you know, from the Middle East, and I've still never like that's so far beyond the pale. Yeah, and yet they like. Apparently, this- apparently you don't know about the dangers of Sharia law. Yeah. Oh God, it's wild, man. They're trying to instill Sharia law in Dearborn. 
<laughs> Go to Dearborn. See what they're doing to the deer. <laughs> All deers that are born in Dearborn must be veiled. <laughs> they burn the American flag. <laughs> All right. Uh, so but, the latest, I mean, you'd the be latest, angry oh. too if you were so thoroughly unfuckable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I mean, really... that's just like, and so it's just this like self-perpetuating cycle. And also, you have to be thirsty for shares if your entire reason for being is like pissing off anyone in your like vicinity. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to like just <laughs> right, troll right. everyone near you. So you gotta you gotta find like like-minded people out there on the internet. Just like go search for. I just want to get into this little corner where I can find some liberals and just infuriate them with my meme. Yeah, that's the whole thing is like triggering the libs is like sport. You know, they're just like this is really fucking fuck with them. I mean, it's the only it's the only policy. It's the only yeah 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 yeah. Which is so funny. Radical contrarianism. All you have to do is go like, no, that's fucking stupid, and they're like, I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. you are shut up yeah they they they're really like they're they're just living for the the image in their head of a lib freaking out but i think that's they don't right see it i right. think that's why i'm enjoying yeah. this hog thing so much because it is turned the tables mm-hmm. where they're the, clearly the ones having a fucking fit over nothing and mm-hmm. then they get fired for it and mm-hmm. it's great to watch so the latest story uh that just was like today Missouri host who tweeted he'd quote ram a hot poker up Parkland survivor resigns TV gig. <laughs> Holy shit! A St. Louis radio host has reportedly resigned from one of his two broadcast jobs after tweeting about quote ramming a hot poker up David Pog's ass. Okay, you guys understand uh, how like the, for those of you at home or for whoever who don't understand how you can look at a Parkland survivor like a kid and want to say that to them. If you look at the memes that all these fools are sharing on the right, they're literally just like, this kid, first of all, is a crisis actor. <laughs> Second of all, he's literally Hitler. <laughs> Third of all, he didn't even go to that school. He's right. just some and random then, dude. And, no, and they all say, and fourth of all, he just got pubes. Yeah. Every, single, yeah, yeah, every right. single fucking person is talking about David Hogg's pubes. Yeah, it's weird. They're talking about David Hogg's hog. Yeah. <laughs> just, and he's a child. And, you know, I have no problem with children. <laughs> oh, could could he be younger? Um, he could be younger. <laughs> Dark but, hog pube. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it is it's insane. So like, so the echo chamber just goes from like, oh, he's uh, some kid. He wasn't in school that day. Oh, he wasn't even at the school. Oh, he's a crisis actor. He's a fucking Nazi. His and, father's in the FBI. And so, yeah, his father is the FBI. deep state. It's the deep state. And then all of a sudden, people are just like, I want to ram hot poker up him. Because fucking, you know, that's how disconnected they are from reality. Oh, by the way, uh, Left Book, which I've told you guys about multiple times, which is like uh, the alt-right for the left. It's the uh, uh, the tanky. It's the tankies. Ta- and, tanky and, tanky and, book. Uh, they, tanky is like the, is the type of uh, communist who thinks that like Stalin was, was actually good. Stalin is tight and uh, <laughs> DPRK for life. Right. Uh, you know, Kim. Juche. Yeah, Juche's dope uh, and all... Uh, the holodormer is uh, just a Nazi conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, Stalin never did anything wrong. So these guys, uh, they are also going after both David Hogg and uh, what's the, the other woman? The, Emma Gonzalez. Emma Gonzalez. For the same thing, they're like, oh, okay, first of all, this is all deep state. Uh, right. Her, His father, FBI agent. And Emma, uh, her family, a bunch of right-wing Cubans who had to flee because of beautiful Castro uh, tried to get him, but didn't. It, it, like, mm. It's like this, it's the same <laughs> shit. It's the same shit. And then like most of the people like in the comments are like, 
okay, so I see where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> That's the liberal version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting infuriated. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. make a good point. I. You make a good point. I hear and we, you. Uh, honestly, uh, we do have to uh, stop supporting the deep state. There are kids, though. And I feel <laughs> like... <laughs> and I'm just like watching this. It's like, you guys, it's just... I can't stand it. I love that the liberal version it still wants to be like empathetic on some level. Right. And have that empathy excess. And be like, you know... I see yeah, right. what yeah. you are trying to express. They're using feel-felt found statements to yeah. like explain yeah, exactly, to someone how they're completely exactly. wrong. Yeah, they're yeah, in yeah. a fucking yeah. marriage therapy to when, explain deep state. When you say that they are um, deep state puppets, it makes me feel <laughs> like you are putting down survivors of a mass shooting. I've also understood where other people have felt the same way as you. <laughs> <laughs> what I've found... Is that the facts simply don't support that. It sounds like what you're saying is yeah. these people are working for the CIA. Okay. And I do want you to know that I hear you. That's that's like the baseline. I hear you, and I would never deny that you feel that way. It's your truth. Okay? It's your truth. It is your truth. You and live I'm not your truth. Deny that. And I and we're all gonna live our own truths. <laughs> and mine is that these fucking poor kids yeah, right. went to a school, had someone shoot it up, and now everyone's like, yeah, that kids actor. By the way, no one is mentioning this, because I like to find like the interesting ways to cut these people's fucking feet out from them. Yeah. No one is interested in mentioning that if these people were crisis actors, they would literally be the best fucking actors on earth. No, all yeah. of them. Yeah, They'd be yeah, such yeah. good actors. Yeah, yeah, and you would think that they would go for the better-paying Hollywood gigs right. because they're so good at acting. Well, you don't know about that. Instead of being like, "No, I'm sticking with uh, the crisis scene." Trust me, as someone who, who gets uh, weekly installments of Soros money, <laughs> you don't know how good it is. Blows dude. Disney out of the water. So yeah. I got to read the tweet because we didn't get to that. Part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie Almond, who's who's Almond in the morning show, runs on conservative talk radio station KFTK ninety-seven point one FM. Deleted the March twenty-sixth tweet and set his Twitter account to private. But the screenshot of the tweet made the rounds over the last few days and caused quite a stir. So here's the tweet. Got receipts, bitch. Almond's controversial tweet read, When we kick their ass, they all like to claim we're drunk. I've been hanging out getting ready to ram a hot poker up David Hogg's ass tomorrow. Busy working. Preparing. What the fuck? What is that what? even? I, I was trying to what understand are you what you're saying. Making a fire? Like how? What are you? What preparing? It's a hot poker. It doesn't take that long. Are they gonna have? Was he supposed to interview him? What is? Uh... It's like I don't feel bad for them getting fired over something. Ha- well, of course not. But like, <laughs> it's not that it's hashtag problematic. It's just like this clearly shows that you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, and you have right. nothing to contribute we, to anything. Yeah. We hired you wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like you're just not smart. We're not saying anything about like it being problematic. We're saying you're dumb. Yeah, and it was our mistake. You're we unqualified made a mistake. for a lot of jobs. You revealed just, it. You've, you've just revealed that so clearly to the whole world. It just so happens. Laura Ingram, she uh, yeah, she, that was a good one. She had to take a week off, right? Again, like she got famous for like outing people at the gay in the gay student group at Dartmouth. So I mean, these are then really that's like the beginning the of fucking leches. The, the, yeah. These are the worst fucking people that a society has to offer, and and they give them a fucking platform. Yeah, Fuck you know them. what? They're not. What are they not? They're not people in the name of the. I universe. knew it. Oh, I, was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, this is. <laughs> This is gonna be a bad transition. Yes, it was. <laughs> I felt it coming, yeah, and I was yeah. wondering. I was like, "Is he going cults with this? Yeah, is yeah. he?" Because yeah, I was nice. like, "We don't have time for." Oh, damn it! I looked. <laughs> well, we can look now. I, I pulled up. Are we ready? Yeah. Uh, so, how many names should we each get? Um, 
Did you get it sent? Send me this shit. Oh, shit. I, did, I think I did just give... I sent it to you, didn't I? Send it you again. You texted it to me? I think so. I'll send it again. Well, bitch. so the yeah, way I we did. usually the way we usually play it is we do... Um, Round Robin. We do... <laughs> I don't know what yeah, those words it's, No, we do Snake Draft. Oh, Snake Draft. Uh, snake Draft. Snake Draft. And then... Younger Snake Then someone also, <laughs> someone also picks for someone else. Right, Remember, that's right. We have this, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Secret yes. Santa pick. So we yes. got three picks, and then and you pick a name that you think some, another person <laughs> would like. So um, let's say I pick for Matt. <laughs> let's say I, I pick for Matt. Matt picks for Steve. Steve picks for got Brendan. It. Okay. Brennan picks for me. Okay. okay. And are are you going are you trying to create the team that you like the best or is just the most ridiculous? I mean, you well, you're trying to technically win the bracket, but really we're just I think picking the bracket's one. over. Yeah. Cuz a lot of the names in here I can wrap my head around. We, I will tell you. We actually have we we always have rules, but they totally fall apart. Yeah. yeah because okay. like we 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 proceed about this oh like it's God, a fantasy draft so and then people just write in and go like, "Oh, who won?" And we're like, "I don't know. We don't we weren't fucking paying attention." The the uh the Journey is the destination. Okay, got it. I this, love that. I love that approach. This might be the so best year. So I will year. be choosing journey destination. Oh no. <laughs> this is incredible. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is so good. Wait, wait. These are all real birth certificate. Like someone's real name. Yeah, there has to be a yes. verification. <laughs> oh, there's some great. These ones. are all amazing. I don't even know how to choose. <laughs> All right, so uh, going uh, in order, Matt. Oh fuck! You're yeah. up first. Sorry. All right, I, and so I'm choosing for myself. <laughs> yeah, choosing for yourself. This is so unfair because I I, I just I just started. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're all amazing. <laughs> all right, okay. So, I I will uh, reiterate uh, your previous sentiment that this is might be this might be the best. I can't even read more than two without dying. I'm not even halfway through yet. This might this might be the best year I've ever seen. I've only gotten through one. Hey, enough enough dilly dallying. All right, okay, man. All right, my so this is my first pick. Fuck, man. With the first from, pick, with Matt the first Lieb pick selects from uh, the Fruit Handler Memorial Region. Uh, I choose uh, 13-seated Darwin Tobacco. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy Darwin, uh, and I enjoy tobacco. Sure, together is the name. It's good. I mean, it's very. Uh, it's wor- It's real words. Yeah, it's, it's not sounds. It's not it's more, sounds. Uh, yeah. I'm going sounds for my next few rounds. Sure. Got it. Uh, but Got I wanted it. to start. something literal. I want something literal. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, Steve, with the, with your first pick. With the second pick in the entire draft, I am going to go. Ooh. <laughs> I just, you see a gem and then you, re, you pivot. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go out of the Chitangle Regional. Crotch tangle. And crotch tangle regional. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, and I'm going to go with the ninth seated mahogany loggins. Yeah, that's just. See, I just that's feel like really I'd want to hang out with great. mahogany loggins, drink a beer. Great mouth. Just hang. Yeah. Right? It yeah, does. Exactly. It feels good. It just it rolls off. Uh, and Brendan. Uh, third listen, pick. I really crunched the tape this year, guys. I poured over this. I've been, I've been breaking this down for a long time. And let me tell you, the guy that stood out to me from day one was Covadonga del Busto Naval. <laughs> 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 oh, 
God damn it. I don't know where it's... Well... <laughs> I'm going to go with an obvious kind of number one seed, but, you know, it's just... Sometimes you're a favorite for a reason, and you don't have to go obscure. So from the Fruit Handler Memorial, I'm going to choose uh, Mr. Make and Love Petite Fart. <laughs> oh There's no wrong answers. Man, this is amazing. Uh, there's, uh, honestly... Oh, it's a snake draft, so I guess I have to pick two. Oh, oh yeah. yes! Thank it's God. Exciting uh, for with you. my with my second pick, uh, again, this is a high seed, but I, it can't be denied. I'm going to take from the Bulltron Regional, uh, Jim Bob Ghost Keeper. <laughs> God damn it! Yes. Oh, I was so worried you were going to take mine. Brandon. Uh, real a real gem. Lots of value here at this slot, boys. Uh, I'm going to go also out of the Bulltron. Habakkuk Baldonado. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was. I was shocked to still see that on the board. Baldonado. Um, <laughs> it's the Baldonado that really does it for me. It's good. It's I feel like I need a. I need a structure to make what I'm trying to do work, and so I'm going with like the people I want to run a fucking heist with. Mm-hmm. And with that said, I'm going back to Crotch Tangle, and I'm at the 13 seed. With Palestine Ace, yeah, <laughs> which is that name. There's no way that person is not an awesome hang. That is an incredible That's heist name. Automatic heist hang, great. Just you can just see like the fucking music, but bum 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 yeah. bum bum. Yeah, Palestine Ace. <laughs> oh man, Matt, back to you. Oh god. <laughs> And it's snake draft, so you got two in a row. I know, I know. God damn it! This is the problem. Is, is I wish I had five in a row. Um, all right, because like here's the thing. I want to. No, okay, all right, all right. Um, I can't read them while you're talking. Otherwise, it'll just be me laughing. Uh, okay, okay. God, this is this is a really tough choice because there's so. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> From Crotch Tangle Regional, I choose the fifth seated Reverend Hobbit Forest. How can you imagine naming your kid Hobbit? That's so good. Imagine already having the last name Forest and being like, well, you know what lives in Forest? Hobbit. These are getting better. The more I look through them. There's, yeah, a lot of them are like death charges. You know, they just like they take a little while and then yeah. they just explode all on the inside of your brain. <laughs> Who did I pick in the first oh, mahogany logins? I got a great team, man. I'm stoked on my team. All right, so um, with your third pick, with my third pick. Oh man, this is such a fucking hard choice. <laughs> I think I'm going with out of Boltron Regional third seed. Uh, most high, thank God. Nice. <laughs> most high? Is it most high? It is. It's not most high. <laughs> most high would have worked though. Most high, thank God. Steve, you got a third pick. Okay, this is big for me. I'm, I'm, I can't believe I'm still getting this. This is from Fruit Handler Memorial Regional. The 10 seed, Devoid Couch, is going to be my heist, <laughs> my heist munitions specialist. He's going to be running the munitions, blowing shit up. It's going to be great for us. Do you think it's Devoid or Devoid? I'm, I'm sticking with Devoid okay. until I hear anything different. Fair. fair. Brandon. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you can if you can collect yourself. <laughs> I know. Well, there's no dwelly striggles this year. That was the one where I was, I was nonverbal for ten minutes. <laughs> um, oh, this so this is this really is just a stellar year. Uh, but the one that I keep coming back to here that I just got to have on my team right now is uh, <laughs> the Reverend Dongo Peewee. <laughs> the good Reverend Dongo Peewee. <laughs> oh, man. This oh. Is, I had a tough one where I had thought I had my pick for the whole time we were doing it, and then I saw another one, and I think I'm switching uh. it. And uh, and from the Crotch Tangle Regional, I'm going to take Dr. Narwhal's mating. Oh, that's a really good one. Great get. Great get. Oh, I got to... I got to... Oh, so are we doing three and a pick for someone else or four and a pick for someone else? I, I, thought, think, I think we need to do four because four, this is yeah. such a deep year. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. then I can take my other one that I've been that I've been eyeing the whole time, which is from the Dragon Wagon Regional, uh, Miss Lola Honeybone. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Born to strip. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't do much better than From Lola. A long line of honey bones. I mean, come on. <laughs> Brendan. Oh, there's so many good ones. I, I'm actually going to kind of buck the trend. I'm, I'm very strong on the dong yeah, this, yeah. this okay. time around. So okay. I'm just going to go go in a different direction here. Because <laughs> this one really made me laugh. Gandalf Hernandez. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. All the Hobbit references are off the board. Juchana Pass! <laughs> the Black Fire should not avail you, dog. I got the fucking flammable dude. You shall not pass, not even in. Fly, bitch. Why you don't fly yet, bitch? <laughs> Already the Eagles are coming. Okay. Man, that was a big one. Uh, I feel like my team is is also pretty gendered. My little high squad. I just want to see Chola Gandalf. So that. <laughs> the best thing. Um, I'm on the we fence. We got the Eagles coming and my yeah. cousin Smiley. <laughs> Come on. That's racist. Whatever. Um... Hello. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take computer computer whiz Blossom Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> See, that does sound like another good high school. Also, those people named their daughter in all seriousness, and they just didn't recognize the rhythm of it and how it would sound. And so I love that. Like or they didn't they get did. on this list from trying. I mean, when your last name's Albuquerque, you automatically have like no, a you're high potential for yeah. Well, humor. there's there's the baseball player Al Albuquerque, <laughs> who I think has been in in this before. Blossom oh. Albuquerque. Does his yeah. middle name start with a B? So it's Al B Albuquerque. That, it should. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Well, so I got two picks here, and uh, once again, I am um, drawing from. I believe this well, will be Matt best. only has one, right? Unless yeah. you want to do another. Pick it's is, name. is well, for me. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh That's shit! Oh my god. I think we should do more picks. All right, fine. <laughs> Just pick straight with, through with, the thing. With my last pick, you know, and this is this is really making me sad because uh, I usually do very much so enjoy name sounds. Mm -hmm. Just like if they're rhythmic. Yeah, they're, same. They're, they're really good. It's all about mouthfeel. But I think I have to go... Um, this year, I'm, I'm going a different approach. From Fruit Handler Memorial R Original, I am taking uh, 12th 
seated Dr. Mega Panda mm. <laughs> for many reasons. <laughs> not not just that they uh, are a doctor, not just that they are a panda, but that they are a Mega Panda. Sure, sure. I mean, it's not just that you have a PhD yeah, while right. pandaing. Yeah, no, no. This is just, it's too many good things in one day. All right, so now I'm choosing... For Steve. For Steve, okay. So, I mean, uh, you gotta look... I, I think if you look at Steve's uh, choices so far, he's clearly going with the heist team. So, you gotta pick someone that would be heisty, I think. Heisty? Yeah. Interesting. Well, tell me his picks again. Mahogany Loggins, <laughs> Palestine okay, Ace. So good. <laughs> Devoid Couch, and Blossom Albuquerque. Okay. <laughs> Hell of a squad. Yeah, yeah, that is a really good squad. Uh, God, but you know, there's, I mean, so many choices here. I, I, I mean, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit off brand for you, but I think you're gonna like it. Uh, out of Dragon Wagon Regional, you're getting a chosen roach. Nice. <laughs> I've just figured cho- nice. chosen roach. I feel like someone with a religious backstory is gonna be nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you Rounds think- it all out. If if I'm not saying Steven Soderbergh is a listener of this podcast, mm-hmm. but it's been reported, right? Do you think that it, right now, if he was thinking like Danny Ocean or Mahogany Loggins as a <laughs> yeah, leader right. of a heist crew, yeah. like don't you think that he would rethink it and just go like, oh well, would I could go back? I would. Yeah. All right, uh, Steve, you're picking for Brendan. I am. Can I hear his lineup? Uh, Brendan's lineup so far: Covadonga uh, <laughs> del Busto Naval. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Um, Habakkuk Baldonado, uh, the Reverend Dongo Peewee, and, and of course, uh, Gandalf Fernandez. Yeah, he's got a hell of a squad. Um, I, I'm going to tell you what I feel, and it's an intuitive thing, right? That's it's, what it's all. It's coming from right the, the here. The secret Santa pick is all about feel. That's right. And I, I've been making eyes with you during the. I, there's only one way to go. Chardonnay Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> Thank it you. Feels like a win Thank for you, you on so many levels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Uh, so, Brendan, you're picking for Chardonnay me. Chardonnay Beaver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a team. Uh, what, what is like, which is again? the most sexual of these? I mean, it's got a uh, Chardonnay Beaver's up there. Lola Honeybone, Delicious Peters. Uh, I mean, I think, well, there's one we haven't picked yet. It's it's on the list. Well, I, I guess I'm the last. Oh no, I'm the second <laughs> to last one. Yeah, we got. Um, we also got Philanderous Fleming. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. pretty sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Just pure volume. He's <laughs> Philanderous. Uh, what, what's your squad, Vince? Uh, my squad so far is Making Love Petite Fard, uh, Jim Bob Ghostkeeper, mm. uh, Dr. Narwhal's Mating, and Lola Honeybone. <laughs> oh, I really man. love Lola I, Honeybone. I am, I'm really at a loss here. I'm not sure <laughs> um, where to go. There's so many good ones. Um. Oh God, I, I'm I'm sorry. Do I have? Is there a clock? I'm like I know that's the thing. I'm struggling here. I'm really struggling. Well, the good thing is there's no wrong answer. Well, yeah, and there's uh, and I'm struggling because there's so many good ones. I don't know which one to pick. You know, I'll pick this for you because it made me laugh, and I think it'll tickle you the same way. I'm gonna give you Adele Gorilla. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I completely missed Adele Gorilla. Where is that? I didn't see that. One. It's a uh, Dragon Wagon number ten. Dude, there's nice. so many. This one is the deepest one. I this think. Is so yeah. deep. Do you think people start to get this in their heads and just go like, "Let's just go for it with our kid's name." Like, let's be out of the fucking park. I mean, <laughs> I it, what know. is what 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 is like a statute of limitations on changing your child's name? 
Can you change your child's name? Is it they too late? They can change their name, right? Yeah, you yeah. can. Well, you can. Why do, would you change you, any of these names? No, I'm saying like you just had a child, bro. Mm-hmm. I think you should consider what are the names on this would list. You, yeah. I, that's what I was saying. Has like, all the paperwork been filed? Uh, Yes. Can you unfile? Maybe. Does the baby have a passport yet? No. Okay. Get the paperwork no unrolled. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're you're cruising. Yeah. You could be... You, you could, could be Quindarius Gooch. You could be Candida Seastock <laughs> in a week, I, man. Quindarius Gooch was on my big board, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, so for Matt, um, I feel like his team is mostly about mouthfeel. Yeah. So I'm going to really? pick one that I, I really like for mouthfeel, which is uh, Dr. Pitt Dairyberry. <laughs> I was considering Dr. Pitt Dairyberry. <laughs> um, some of the names... Well, all right. I'll name the squad so far. Uh, this is everybody's complete squad. For Matt Lieb, on his team, he's got Darwin Tobacco... Uh, the Reverend Hobbit Forest, <laughs> Most High, Thank God, <laughs> Doctor Mega Panda, and two doctors, and Doctor Pitt Dairyberry. He's actually got three. Oh my God! Three that doctors. is such a qualified team. Or no, two doctors. Two doctors and a reverend. Two doctors and a reverend. Oh. Doctor Mega Panda really gets Most the... High, Thank God, not a reverend. By yeah. the way, um, Steve Ramucci. He's got a mahogany Loggins, nice. Palestine Ace. <laughs> Devoy Couch, uh, Blossom Albuquerque, and uh, and Chosen Roach. Yes, I love that team. On Brendan's squad, he's got Covadonga del Busto Naval. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so many syllables. Uh, Habakkuk Baldonado, <laughs> which sounds like an Inuit. <laughs> like, Baldonado like a, is really weird. It sounds like a Mexican kid named after an Inuit town. Um, the Reverend Dongo Peewee, Gandalf Hernandez, and... Uh, and Chardonnay Beaver. <laughs> uh, and on my team, not to be outdone, uh, Making Love Petite Fart, Jim Bob Ghostkeeper, <laughs> Dr. Narwhal's Mating, L- Lola Honeybone, and Adele Gorilla. Um, some of the names that were not picked. Oh, so many. Include There's... Salami oh, Blessing, no. Bernard Bumpus, <laughs> Duncan's Nazon, uh, Zeus de la Paz, Armageddon Drone, Early Charlemagne. That one's really good. Early Charlemagne is M- Miracle Crimes. Mi- Miracle Crimes is is the uh, Miracle is oh. the Brett R.I.P. Brett uh, number one <laughs> yes. memorial pick. Yeah, <laughs> because he was I was the Miracle only name Crimes. that got spoiled was Miracle Crimes, and Vince didn't even realize that he was the the reason that Brett kept putting in the group chat Miracle Crimes was because it was oh. from Game of the Year. <laughs> I was wondering no, why. I was the only one. So you guys didn't know. I was the only one who figured out that it was a Name of the Year. Oh, that makes sense. We missed uh, Tuna Altuna. Oh, yep. that, that's really good. Flanders Fleming. I, uh, I thought about Flirny. Tuna Altuna for you, Vince. Sure. Uh, fabulous Flirny. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dimple Royalty, mm-hmm. James Brickhouse. Is, is J-A-M-E-Z, so is it Jamez? <laughs> I don't know. James Brickhouse just rolls off the tongue. And yeah. Travis <laughs> Couture Lovelady. <laughs> um, Babukar Fatty? Babukar Fatty. Yeah. Oh, sparkle good. Hater. I, I almost got you Sparkle Hater, too. Uh-huh. Oh, that's I, good. I, I consider that one. Sparkle Hater. Shamoyle Ship Chandler. <laughs> well, you missed Corky Booz. No, Corky I didn't. Bo- Corky, Corky Booze, Booze is next. Oh. Corky Cor- Booze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like Sparkle Hater and Blossom Albuquerque sometimes argue over shifts at the strip club <laughs> yeah. that is run by that other woman that's on someone's team that was so good. Uh, oh, Lola uh, Honeybone. Lola, Lola Honeybone. Yeah. She owns the strip club. Mm-hmm. But Young She's Blossom in charge. And, and Sparkle sometimes go at each other. Uh, oh. We got Dr. Birchan Paffenberger. Yeah. 
Uh, Obrekernodal the fourth. <laughs> that, one's, that one's pretty spectacular. That one's pretty oh, good. Man, that's a sleeper. When you say them out loud, yeah. it makes that's, the that's the one problem I have with this game is like I think rather than seeing it fresh, I need to be in a room alone with it for a while <laughs> Just, and really feel the mouthfeel yeah. of the names. Roll it around in your mouth like a sommelier. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, Sir yeah. Zion Dance. Sir, Sir Zion. Um, Jumpy Drucker. Jimpy Drucker is really good. That's yeah. good. Really Did anyone get Devoid Couch? Yeah, those. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Steve that's right. Um, oh, fucking miss Leroy's Lobster Gains. That was a pretty solid. That's a one. really good one. Uh, Christine Plenty Hoops, which mm-hmm. I think is, I like that it's a uh, non, it's non literally <laughs> sexual. Like it sounds, it sounds sexual somehow, but it's not literally a euphemism. The next is just fantastic. Uh, Darth Vader Williamson. <laughs> yep. Delici- one word, Darth Vader. <laughs> Delicious yeah. Peters. Mm-hmm. Um, chosen Roach. Oh, someone got that one. Yeah, I chose Chosen Rose for someone. Uh, Maverick Buffo. I'm surprised no one took Maverick Buffo. Yeah, Maverick Buffo was... He slipped. Uh, Crystal Patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) so good. It's actually unclear whether it's Patriarch or Patriarchy because it ends in C-H-E. I like Patriarchy. Uh, That is funny. Patriarchy. Uh, Forbes Thor Kiddo. Kiddo. Kadoo, yeah. Yeah. Forbes uh, Thor Kadoo. Quindarius, <laughs> Quindarius Gooch. Mm. I really like Quindarius Gooch. And yeah. I don't know why I didn't pick this one, but like Mike Diaper Mike crashed Diaper me up really every fucking time I read it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Diaper. Oh, Candida Seasock. Um, CJ French Love. That's another one that I really Did wish I'd said out loud. No. Uh, no. Um, Johannes Tyler. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Uh, Clinton Bacon. Yep. <laughs> Bramble Clipple. I really like That's Bramble Clipple. That one's just like that a tongue twist. Bramble Clipple. That's Bramble Clipple. Um, genuine Pots. Oh, and this is another great one that no one picked. <laughs> Bo Titsworth. Yeah. Bo Titsworth is just excellent. Excellent. Um, Six tokens. <laughs> oh, that's a, that was that was my pick. If I got a fifth pick. Oh, this is another good mouthfeel one. Hallelujah, Luli. <laughs> um, Doctor Taekwondo Bird. Oh, see, I I read that Ooh. wrong. I had no idea what I was seeing. Yeah. Uh, that's Buc- the only doctor not picked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bucky Warboys. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas Chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> Having to face Gandalf Hernandez in his regional, that's a, yeah. tough, that's a tough matchup. Tough. I, it's fucked up that they put them together. <laughs> uh, Shaka Licorice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and finally, uh, the uh, like they were representing for the Armenians, Tuesday Der Margosian. <laughs> oh, my God. Fabulous. So good. Yeah, every year. Oh, that might be the best one yet. Mike Diaper. <laughs> Mike Diaper. I mean, the poor guy has to live his life like that forever. Jumpy Drucker. <laughs> Jumpy. Oh, boy. Bob Carfetti. I got to say, you really knocked it out of the park starting with. Kova Donga Del Busto Naval. <laughs> like, like, I don't think there's a better name. Jim Bob Ghostkeeper is pretty high up, yeah, though. Yeah. We knew your brand right when you made that pick. Yeah. We got it. It's, it's, yeah. It's a shot across the bow, if you will. And I've got Brett repeating in my head now Miracle Crimes. Yeah. <laughs> miracle Crimes. And it makes so much sense. Um, so we got a couple emails when we were talking about Wild Wild Country uh, last week. Matt, did you end up watching more of it? I watched the whole thing. I finished it. Yeah. yeah. Steve, you actually lived like near where that was going down, right? 
Yeah, I have a couple connections to it. One, my my godfather or, or my sister's godfather, someone dear family friend who's been with us for a long time, mm-hmm. um, embedded on the ranch. And so I interviewed him about it. And he embedded on the ranch as a journalist. Mm-hmm. And among all the networks, his was the one that gave all their footage to the Oregon Historical Society. And then the Way Brothers took his footage and they used it in their documentary. So the, the, their documentary showed a lot of his footage. Oh, that's cool. Um, and so talking with him, I had written a think piece uh, the week before about the about the whole thing and about cults. Yeah. And I was really interested to talk with him and see if he was going to be like, no, you're just fucking wrong. Because my, my basic position <laughs> mm-hmm. was like, this is only a cult in so far as every religion ever is a cult. Right. And, and I think that was heavily like the thesis of the show. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah, maybe it was, or or certainly like, um, and they did a good job. You've you've commented about this about tons of movies, and I've read read you say this many times. But they did a good job not drawing that conclusion, yeah, and being like the world's complicated. Yeah, here are complicated people. They're all kind of bad. They're all kind of good. No one sure, but I I, I feel like here where we're at as a society is we're we're going back and we're realizing that we were like over judgmental of cults uh, mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Oh, so you think we're trying to make up for it yes. by being a little bit too sweet to, yes, to them? Yes, 100%. And I think, <clears throat> and I think like, I th- well, I mean, I realized what they did with the show, which was, you know, there was really strong themes about uh, like two groups just mutually distrustful sure. of each other and like how much of a potent sort of parallel that is. Mm-hmm. But I also think for a show like Build as a show about a sex cult, they didn't show a ton of like sex cult stuff, well, so and they this, went really. I feel like they went a lot, like pretty kid glove on the but, on the cult. But that's where I'd like counter your idea that like, you know that that they had a point and that it was to say like the cult was better because you look at like all these liberal media outlets, people who Uprox is in the conversation with, Daily Beast constantly calls it a sex cult, mm-hmm. and the only reasoning to call this a sex cult. Is like because you are heavily influenced by our Puritan heritage and our relationship. Right, right. I think you're sure. influenced by one like clicks. But. Right, yeah, probably that too. But these guys <laughs> seem like they had a super cool attitude about sex. Yeah. And for me, like, I've never felt more protective of anything. Yeah. Like, I feel this protective of my newborn son. And right <laughs> next to it is how protective I am of the stigma of sex cults and how it ruins sex positivity. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is so cool. They were like fucking yeah. and having fun and not being monogamous and doing all this wild yeah. stuff in the desert. And then, you know, to have it stigmatized like that and still be stigmatized like that yeah, was yeah, really yeah. interesting to see. And I think they sort of erred that way with the show, which I get. But at the same time, like, well, I've watched the entire season and I don't even know if the Bogwan fucked anybody. He couldn't. He couldn't fuck anyone. They didn't well, even he say had that. like a sciatica thing. But what you yeah, should they, watch. They should have they should have mentioned that. What, I would like to know that he didn't fuck. Because the whole yeah. time I'm thinking he is fucking. Right. Yeah, it I feels mean, like he's fucking. Because yeah. why start a cult if you like everybody starts a cult to fuck a lot? That's, yeah. That, it's a big it's a pillar of culting. It's yeah. literally the it's only like, reason I want to be in a cult. It's the one pillar in your you know yeah. in your the pants. Dick. The dick pillar. I yeah. feel like over the past the two weeks of my and life, and I feel like there the had rod, to be some underage sex that went on in the that. The fucking and they Dr. Never... Mega Panda. <laughs> I have become the biggest cult apologist all of a sudden, and then I started listening to a podcast uh-huh. about uh, Charles Manson. Yeah, and I was like, I had this piece coming out, yeah. and I had this interview with my godfather, and I was like, you know, I maybe need to peel this back. <laughs> like, I've become this real cult mm-hmm. advocate in a very short time, and I'm like <clears throat> tweeting like cult defenses yeah. and all this stuff, and I'm like, I just might need to back off and just do a little more research. But well, I think you are where we are, sort of 
in the zeitgeist, which is that, uh, you know, we're sort of, we're going back and being like, all right, maybe we were a little too harsh on those cults, which I think is true, but I also think that doesn't mean we need to, like, whitewash certain things about the Branch Davidians and the Waco show and, like, certain things about... uh, I think they did a good job of, like, showing, you know, them weaponizing food poisoning, which was amazing, but for, like, the first part, they didn't really... There was a lot of uh, sex stuff that I wanted to know about. That there was didn't really uh, there was ambiguity on the sex stuff, but I kind of took that ambiguity as like um, this seems very consensual. Right. So th- the way I took it is like that is if there's no one and nothing coming forward about there being any abuses then, right. I, then I'm going like but is there just, no one coming, coming cool. forward about I mean, there's not like they just didn't show them no there's not so I went pretty deep on the research and the one thing you should watch and they sample it a couple times in the series uh-huh. it, it's free online is the series the video fuck it's um it's the one from his ashram in India yeah uh-huh. where they're all naked and screaming and, there and doing that shit there is actually like a fair bit of wild sex shit in that where he's Hell like yeah, where he is guiding touching people's heads and guiding them through orgasms oh nice but again it feels consensual <laughs> and in that case like it buckets into this place for me of like cool sex like it's just consensual cool sex with a bunch of people around which doesn't like leave being cool sex in my book yeah and yeah. so i'm like oh that's really interesting and intriguing the hard part for me about watching this show is it like i have this um thing in me where I watch shows like this and there's a parallel with so much of my life where I look at it and I'm like, man, see how much awesome sex you could be having if you would just like drink the Kool-Aid on something. If yeah. you could just like commit to some organization and like not question it and be all cynical about yes. it. Like how much better would your life be if you could like turn off that part of your brain? I mean, that's, and this is very much like that where it's like, well, if you could just not see all their weird chanting and stuff that I would never do uh, as weird, you could live on this commune and be having sex with like ten and people. look back, like look back at any archival it's not footage too late, dude. of yeah. the eighties, right? Yeah. And you will see people who look absolutely like for our modern palette, like do not look attractive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except when there is a click of like a clip of a cult, those people are gorgeous. Like Yeah. Bar none. Round titties. The people the people <laughs> in that cult, you were like, oh my God, what a beautiful group of humans this attracted. Yeah. They were eating, you know, one of the things my, my godfather said that was so interesting is he was like, it was in Eastern Oregon at that time or Central Oregon, it was the best organic food, the only health food, the only, the, the great food. And you would actually go onto their property and eat at their restaurant there. Wow. And they were like... You know, so there was that aspect, like a bunch of healthy people right. doing yoga and chanting and, and eating organic food yeah. and fucking. Of course, they look beautiful. Yeah, because yeah. they fucking so much. It's good workout. Well, right? it's the same as the, when we were at the Oregon Eclipse Festival. I was walking around yeah. and I'm looking at all these like Daddy. hippies that I probably would have a hard time having a conversation with. You, yeah. But I'm like, man, everybody's got a great body here. I mean, I guess that's what happens from like eating vegan and doing cocaine and not eating in the desert well, for a long they, time. They don't but. all do cocaine. Some no, of, everyone at that festival well, was everyone having festival, fun. Festival, festival, everyone's doing cocaine, but you know, like no one was having fun without. Yeah, cocaine. I, I, my thoughts watching it were like, I'm waiting. I spent the time waiting for shit to go bad, and when it went bad, I was like, okay, this is bad. Like, don't mash, sure. don't mash up beavers and put it in, right. in people's water supply. <laughs> bad call. Yeah, I think just yeah, don't whoops. don't mash up beavers in general. Like, whether or not you're going to poison someone with that, I right. think that's a mean thing to do. It's to also beavers. fucking hard on the Vitamix. Oh Bones, yeah, teeth, yeah. all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
yeah. You really got to just, I say leave the beavers alone first and I, foremost. I haven't seen it, but <laughs> will I get an answer to my question of how does throwing beavers in water poison it? Uh, they, I guess they had read somewhere that beavers uh, in open water sources uh, were uh, causing some sort it's of... It's like decomposing? The, well, no, not even oh, uh, so dead like, beavers. Not even dead beavers. Uh, That's the thing. Alive beavers... In other water sources, they read somewhere were were uh, making people sick. So they were like, "Oh, idea! Let's get some beavers right. and put them in the in the local water well." And then they couldn't get it in, uh, so they were Look, like, "If you're in a sex cult, you think a lot about sneaky beavers." <laughs> yeah. They couldn't get it in the beavers. They couldn't get the beavers in the water supply, so they they decided to put them in like blenders or something. And then they 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 mashed they made mashed beaver. Okay, <laughs> I mean the number of oh, apocryphal stories from the whole thing are just amazing because like so. Many stories are is someone looking at the camera and going, "There's no real attribution for this, but someone said, and they're so good, like the mashed up beaver." Well, you don't think that's real? I just don't know. I just... here's the thing, I this is the way I look at it. I'm going to, without attribution, uh, assume some positive things for the Rajneeshi <laughs> okay, and some negative things fair. for them. I, I'm absolutely willing to believe that there was no sexual violence that went on in the cult. I am also How about absolutely statutory because I feel like there had to be some statutory. Yeah, at but, some point. but young children <laughs> yeah. feel good. Uh, no, I, I, I like. I'm also b- willing to believe that they mashed up beavers and then you know they put the salt, they poisoned the the, the food and they I did. just see like seven people in a room and like in the next room people are doing yoga and having free sex mm-hmm. and they're like, ah, guys, like should we blend the beavers or mm-hmm. should we fucking <laughs> yeah. go in the other room right now and never talk about this beaver thing ever again? But it I was mean, like but it was were... like Adam Crowe's old thing where you, when he would talk about the Manson family, he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, if you're Tex Watson and you're just like in this cult where you're having sex with teen runaways every day, and Charlie Manson's like, "Hey, man, we're gonna go like murder people to try and start a race war," wouldn't you just be like, "Um, I don't know, maybe we could just like keep fucking teen runaways instead of doing that." But yeah, I I I do think though that. That there was clearly Sheila and uh, the people in her, you know, cohort were kind of pulling some wild shit, and so I'm I'm willing to believe that they did that uh, because I don't think Sheila was so much down for like getting pounded mm. as much as she was down to do some pounding of her own <laughs> sure, in yeah, sure. a in a more managerial sense. And um, she seemed a little bit like proto Donald Trump style crisis management, totally. where like everything that she did was just to go on the offensive. Yeah. And by the end, you're like, well, now you see the uh, downside of right. of the uh, only crisis management is to go on the offensive and be like, well, what about you? And whatever. Yeah. And she, she definitely... And even to this day, she's still kind of like that. Yeah, I did. Uh, there was part of me that was like, now she's taking care of like, you know, uh, people with schizophrenia and shit. Sure. And, and Well, but my thought was like, she is abusing a lot of them. Because I do think that she's clearly a manipulative person and she's clearly an abusive person. Right. Just from the way that she was kind of handling everything. I I mean, as soon as you try to have someone like kill the doctor, (laughs) you know, it's like if you're willing to make space, if you're willing to make that mental jump where you're like murder is okay, then I'm probably going to attribute some bad stuff. Sure. Was she so one of the things that that 
this guy said is he said that that they asked her at one point they were like you know we're oregonians you're so friendly with us she would invite them to her home she Mm -hmm. would you know she'd give them food you're so friendly with us why do you do this thing where all of a sudden when no one expects it you just like go off the handle Mm -hmm. and there's this great clip i have it in my little interview but there's this great clip of like an australian guy and he asked her like a question of like well, uh, there was reports of a lot of pimps at one of the things. I guess he could became Cockney halfway yeah, yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was There was a lot of reports of a lot of people. You always got the mashed beef, huh? <laughs> but then she, like, loses her mind, and she looks at him, and her eyes are blazing, and it's amazing to watch. And so this guy asked her, he's like, why do you do that? And she said, here's how it works. Here's our money structure. We have communes all over the world. And they really did. They were really thriving at one point. Mm-hmm. We have... We have communes all over the world, and we need to get money from them for the Oregon City, which uh-huh. everyone wants to come to. Everyone was on a wait list to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, we need money from them. And the only way we can get money from them is if we can show them that we're being persecuted here in Oregon. Mm. So what we do is we have this big moment. I say something inflammatory. Protesters come out. We take photos of it. We send the photos in our newsletter across to all our, our different <clears throat> communes. And people go, wow, like these guys are really being attacked unnecessarily at mm. Xenophobic. It's like anti-religious freedom. It's really scary to be around. Yeah. And then that was their like model. That was like their business model. Uh, that sounds. That sounds like a lot of things. That sounds like kind of like bullshit. Because <laughs> the reason I think that is because um, at some point they are they are clearly uh, a a local news story, and then clearly a national news story. At any point, they could be like, "Hey, maybe we got a little bit too much heat on this, right? <laughs> right <laughs> like, let's just chill hey, out. Let's chill out for a second. Cancel the Beaver plans. <laughs> like, okay. I I do think that uh, it's not. Crazy to say that uh, Mon and Sheila probably got a little bit power crazy. <laughs> oh, I don't sure. think that's crazy. I'm gonna and get- I think she was a, like she didn't like I said. I think it was it was the uh, going on the offensive style of mm-hmm. crisis management right. gone awry. Like she had it work too many times to where that right. became like her only. But the mode. Sa- the sad thing is, is that w- w- what ends up happening is people at the top like Sheila and Osho and all those fools. Uh, I think they do end up fucking up a really good fuck town. <laughs> and like all I've ever wanted out of life is to live in a fuck town. Right. For just a little, just a little bit in a fuck town. Just a week, like just Joe Bluth's fuck city. Yeah, just exactly. For a week. Everyone get over to fuck mountain. And just to feel it. I mean, just for a little. Just because like, I feel like that doesn't exist sure. in okay. the worlds that we live in. So my question. Without paying. My question. Um, did you come off being more negative towards the uh, townspeople or towards uh, Sheila? Towards towards Sheila. Towards oh, really? Sheila. Oh, really? Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant the, the Rajneeshi townspeople. No, no. I mean the <laughs> Oregonian town. Alright, so we got cut off. What was we talking about? You were on a deep cult <laughs> sex riff that I really liked the direction you were heading. Well, the direction I was basically what I was saying is all I want out of life is at some point to live in a fuck city. Right. And, and one cult sociopath keeps screwing that up for you. Is that right. essentially the thesis? That, that's essentially the thesis. I'm watching this and I'm going, this is what happens when you uh, don't have a democratic sex cult. <laughs> yeah. Like when you have like an authoritarian <laughs> sex cult. 
what ends up happening is people go fucking power hungry mm-hmm. and they're like, I want to be the king of fuck mountain. And then, and then they end up fucking up for the rest of the people who just want to fucking peace. The weird thing I don't understand actually is why the Rajneeshi just kind of like ended. Uh, like part of me is like, why don't they all just get like a fucking apartment together? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, they kind of they do, did. They do still have some properties. Oh, that's yeah. good. So the property I moved, this is weird. The multiple connections that I have, but the property I moved into when I hitchhiked into California as mm-hmm. a 22 year old mm-hmm. was their last remaining commune in the United States. Oh, wow. And the woman who bought it um, made this insane. It was, it's a property. It's worth probably $25 million now. Holy shit. It was probably worth $10 million then in the 80s. And they came to her and they were like, we we heard you might want to buy our property. We need to get out of the country relatively soon. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, cult, the, the property up in Oregon had closed. And she goes, okay, I'll give you $250,000 in cash. Jesus. And she ran a preschool. And they said, uh, you're insane, obviously. And they kicked her out. And she said, okay, but just keep my number, whatever. And then they did get kicked out, and they could they didn't have time to close escrow, and they called her and they said, "Give us that two hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash in a briefcase tomorrow, and the property is yours." Wow! And that's how she got, and she owns this massive preschool in Laguna Beach, California. And that it, is the most badass fucking. How did she, dude? It was wild. Wow! She's a German woman who came to the United States, yeah, and that makes during sense. the hippie burnout, she ran this twenty four hour daycare. Anyway, I taught acting for her for years when I came to California. Holy shit! That is insane. Yeah, um, I think I could, I could be living next to like the best sex cult in the country, but mm-hmm. and I and I would tell myself, ah, oh, dude, if you could just pretend to go along with whatever bullshit <laughs> that they're saying, yeah. But I, mean, I know it deep in my heart of hearts that I I couldn't I couldn't not be cynical about it. Yeah, because your eyes are the window to your soul, and in your eyes, I can see a cynic. <laughs> yeah. I see someone in there who goes like. I don't really believe in fuck mountain. <laughs> Man, it sounds like a cult leader right now. Yeah, but if you just change the way your eyes gaze, if, if you, you just could, if you you can go to fuck mountain if you believe in yes. fuck mountain. Yes, if you believe in fuck mountain, <laughs> the mountain will believe in you. Yes, I can't really do the accent so well, but the important thing to know is if you want to get that dick wet. Uh-huh. <laughs> you first must put it in the swimming pool. Okay. Made of the pussy <laughs> juice. <laughs> sure. In order to stay present, <laughs> you must first journey to the Beach. Eat that butthole. Okay. Okay. And suck the dick. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how would you ever be skeptical about that? Yeah, like if you... I heard that, I'd be like, how do I sign up? Drink your own cum <laughs> is the only way to cum your own drink i don't think that i uh um knew when the first time i watched fuck my mouth <laughs> first time i watched silence of the lambs i don't think i realized that the guy was throwing cum at her at the beginning oh yeah and that's a pretty memorable moment Mix. yeah that was hard to figure out i mean because i saw it like i didn't see it in the theaters but i saw it when it came out on vhs mm. so oh, i think man. i was in like fourth fifth grade so i was like what is that yeah that's yeah yeah um so we got we got royalty freestyles to do oh fuck what well, yeah. i thought you had emails to read no 
I mean, I, they, yeah, it wasn't really a reading email, but it was it was about okay. cult. It was more of a tip. Um, All right, it's time for how many royalty freestyles I have left before uh, before we're done. A few, you got a few. God damn it! I haven't counted them all. I haven't. I haven't I've been on a plane. I haven't uh, had a chance. You owe your dough to the company stow. Uh, you owe your dough. <laughs> Get the titties on the floor. <laughs> Eat that shit, bitch. bitch. <laughs> um, this one is for Drew. Fuck. For Drew D. Mountain. <laughs> sure. Remember, Matt, world building. Build the world. Build the world. The world must be built out, out of, of pussy. Out of pussy, bitch. I can't, I can't stay on an accent. No. Or anything without going pussy, bitch. I know. I really am not a creative person. L.A. Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pussy eat the shit, bitch. Come. All right. This one's for Drew D. Oh. I'm a lightning god and I control the lightning in the sky. I feel so alone up here I wish I had a friend in the sky Hey, I'm the thunder god And I'm also up here And I have no friends either Let's be friends, lightning god Okay, let's be friends And that's how thunder and lightning became friends Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> that's gonna be a children's book. That was good. Yeah, that was. That, I, that's a myth I've heard somewhere before. That's important. Okay, all right. I need to clear my mind because that wasn't good, and I know it wasn't good. I disagree, but I think I need something softer. Can I you give these were like uh, freestyles. They're, they're rock. It's literally I'm making up a song. I as thought I that go. they were hip hop. Like some, were... I, eventually they turn into that because I <laughs> lose it. the melody in my head and I go, I forgot what I was singing, and then I do a rap. It's Breakdown. thrilling to be around. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, this is a whole new type of thing where you invent songs. Okay, I, I can do it. Just can you just type in soft? Hmm. Are you asleep? Little one, did you have a good day? Did you have fun? Did you hang out with all your best friends? And are you tuckered out? Yes, are you tuckered out from a long day of fun, little one? Sleep now, it's time for you to sleep. For you all have places to go, and I have promises to keep. Now stay asleep while daddy goes downstairs. Because I must prepare to kill your little sister. I don't like her. You're the best kid, and she's a fucking jerk. I'ma go downstairs and kill your little sister while you asleep in your room. You'll never miss her. She's a bitch. She always doesn't eat her food. And I said, just hey, bitch, that's no good. But she throws 
sister. Oh shit, it's going crazy. I'ma kill your little sister while you're asleep in the bed. Dreaming little dreamy dreams. Just dream your little dreamy dreams. Just dream your little dreamy dreams while I kill your fucking bitch ass sister, bitch. Yo, this is LA Matt. Flat, flat, flat in that ass with that gas. Your little sister, she never does her fucking chores. Tell her she's a little bitch and a whore. Yeah, she's only three, but I don't give a fuck, bitch. I'ma slit her fucking motherfucking wrist and make it look like suicide, bitch. She gon' look like she's a suicide, bitch. No sleep. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was yeah. beautiful. Sometimes... I don't know where it's going to... Actually, it was so good. I don't know where any of them go. You and never they, know where it's going to go. I feel like between your sex rant and the murdering people, you've really hit a lot of cult buckets tonight. Uh-huh, uh-huh, that uh-huh. If you wanted to do this thing, you're on the path. Uh, yeah, I'm very close to joining you, a cult just so I never have to do this again. You know why <laughs> I sort of screwed it up? Because I, I didn't play your bumper. And that's, how, that's what really sets the mood. You're mm-hmm. right. That's this why... This Matt sings uh, improvised royalty-free music. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Matt from L.A. It's L.A. Matt, hashtag squib. Squib! I'm not a fucking dancing monkey. I'll do it, though. Bat Matt. It's L.A. Matt. Flat, flat. It's L.A. Matt. Up in that ass with that gas. Deli mat. Pop, 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 pop. That pussy got a new definition. Squib! That was terribly good. Yeah. You missed the part. Oh, Vince hates art. There you go. There you go. I thought I didn't do that there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one for tonight. I think. We'll put it to bed after this. Okay. Um, this one is for uh, patreon.com slash broadcast. Scott S. Scott S. Scott's. Oi. Is it Scott's, man? <laughs> you know? Because uh-huh. I'm just getting in character. Yeah, yeah, no. If you guys could look away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'm ready. Here we go. Here we go. Depleted of nerves in your brain And 
so that you stop breathing. <laughs> Man, you got really, really medical on that one. <laughs> <laughs> did. Dude, I felt like I was learning things. <laughs> you guys understand how hard it is? To do yes, absolutely. It's very difficult yes, do. <laughs> to do this. No. And I can't think of things in time. No illusions about that. Okay. I thought you really, you really reached a... Give me one more. One more? One more. Oh, jeez. All right, this one... By the way, these beats are hot. Yeah, like if if some famous singer who we all don't like mm-hmm. had this come out as a single, we'd all be like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Right, right. Yeah. That's the thing. My the my whole goal with this is to eventually someday just be sampled. <laughs> if I could just nice. be sampled by Drake, It'd be so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is for <clears throat> Tyrell H. Tyrell H. Yeah. All right, Tyrell. We're doing last initials because that's just how we do things. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm Going ready. blind. Going blind. Mm, yeah, Tyrell H. This is for you. bear and then i changed you got aggressive at the end it's the songs are a little long that was i thought that was short 
Yeah, sure, sure. You know, after re-listening to Baby in a Cave, I realized <laughs> that sometimes the longer the better, Vince. Right. Because yeah. sometimes I mean, you do like have, you I have lose, a fetish for beginning, middle, and end. I lose the thread <laughs> eventually in a song, and then I work my way back. <laughs> yeah. To the, the thread. thread. Yeah. Maybe and, that's why these royalty-free beats aren't hits, is because they couldn't ever get the bridge down. Right. They all end yeah. right before the bridge, right? But there's Not actually a lot of these do have bridges, and we have okay. found them. And I, I'm just saying, the longer the better. I want to do one, honestly. 20 minutes. Like 20 minutes. Mm. I want to just keep going. What was the guy Black Thought? Black Thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah that freestyle they did was just like endless. Oh, I haven't heard that. Oh, yeah. it was so good. I want to do that. but like, It was the response to... It was like shockingly good. It was the response to an Uproxx article. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Really? It was uh, one of our writers wrote a piece that really went crazy that was like, the roots need to be more political in their things. And then the next day, the res- Black Thought and, and Questlove were like, uh, here's what we were feeling. And it was kind of like this... Damn. You know, it felt like they were responding to this thing and it yeah Dang. it was a great freestyle it was amazing well i mean probably not that good because i i mean i mean it wasn't saw, about bears yeah, thank you thank you, yeah, thing. Yeah. thank you thank you um i think that's all we got though i think we need to put it to bed i think it's time i mean i literally need to go to bed yeah so, i know yeah you're so yeah. sleepy i'm tired too yeah you've got a kid mm-hmm. you've been up since five, it's like five in the morning to you yeah yeah uh, are you tired I am not tired yeah. because I am having my night without my kid, oh, which uh, isn't winning nice. me any points. And me, I feel alive for the first time. Mm. Let's put it to bed. <laughs> sure, sure. It's a good time to put it to bed. All right. Steve, thanks for coming on. Thank you guys for Steve, having me. Steve Vermucci. Yeah. I join your Uproxx. cult anytime. Hell yeah. Anything dude. you want to plug in particular? No. Um, yeah, I mean, the Uproxx life section, the whole Uproxx webpage. I got if I you write got novels for kids. If you have if you have 10-year-old kids and you liked the vile stuff that you heard tonight, yeah. um, <laughs> my novels for kids aren't like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have some books out. It's like the first half of that bear song. It was, yeah, like <laughs> right before it turned dark. <laughs> yeah. That uh, You can just put that in my Amazon you, review. You did basically pitch a few children's books. I did. Yeah. There were a couple. There was the, uh, well, forget it. <laughs> no, before everyone started dying, I was like, I got to intro yeah. this guy to my agent. <laughs> he, he's going to be Fuck! big. He is going to be big in our industry. Yeah, and then they buried all the kids. All right. Well, Steve, thanks for coming on. Uh, email us, frogcast at gmail.com. We probably won't read it. No, we do. We do. That's to ourselves. True. Yeah. Thank you. Vince, what's the Google Voice number? Uh, 415-275-0030. All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening. And until next week, good night and good chins. Yeah.